Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Saturday, January 28th. Happy Saturday. I'm reading from the New International Version and we are talking about God's covenant promise to Abraham. We started the subsection in Genesis 12 with Abraham's call. Then we talked through the life of Abraham. And yesterday we talked about Abraham being the forefather of Jesus our Lord. Today we're in Romans chapter 4, and the title says, Abraham, the heir of the world. As we read, I want you to focus in on Abraham and his justification. Was he justified because of his works? or because of his belief in God. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works... Wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith when he was still uncircumcised. So then, he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised, in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And he is then also the father of the circumcised, who not only are circumcised, but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless because the law brings wrath. And where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. 
Against all hope, Abraham, in hope, believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he promised. That is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words, it was credited to him, were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. Here in Romans chapter 4, I'm reading from a Zondervan study Bible note. It mentions Abraham's justification by faith, and it makes three points. First, faith excludes boasting. Let's look back at verses 1 and 2. What shall we say that Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. Faith excludes boasting. Number two, faith must be distinguished from works. For the effort to please God by what we do proceeds out of the fact that we believe. And that can be found more in verses three through eight. Finally, faith brings Gentiles and Jews together into one family of God. He kind of gives a question here, Paul does. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? That's in verse 9. And the answer to the question is both. We all who believe in Jesus Christ um, are heirs of Abraham. We are of his family. And then Paul concludes by describing the nature of Abraham's faith. A reoccurring thread in Paul's discussion is the key verse, Genesis 15, 6. Let's read that again. Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And so today as we pray, we want to ask God to help us to be a people who believe in him, Finally, in the end of this passage, um, we're reminded that because of Christ being raised to life, we can have justification. This is what it says in verse 25. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. A simple definition of justification that I've heard is just as if I never sinned. And I think that that is a really neat way to think about it. When Jesus Christ gave of himself for us, he made a way for us to be righteous. He made a way for it to be like I had never sinned and I could have a relationship with a holy God. And so today we give praise to our Lord Jesus for that gift. Will you pray with me? 
Thank you, Lord, for the blessedness of your righteousness that you bestow upon us. Thank you, Lord, for defeating death and for breaking the curse of sin. We pray, Lord, that we would believe and trust in you like Abraham, even when it's against all odds, even when we have no clue how you are going to provide. Lord, help us to be a people of great trust and help us to see you at work in our midst. Bless my brothers and sisters, whatever comes today for them on this Saturday. We love you and we pray all of this in our Lord Jesus Christ's name. Amen.